0: Good morning, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Hello. So, my name's DJ Huge Problem, and this is Lola Bice for Cthulhu. Normally, you're fine purveyor of J-pop, J-rock, j Indie, J-electro, etc. All sorts of great music from Japan. But this, this this week we're bringing you something very special we're bringing you uh, <laughs> we are bringing you a live uh, role-playing of Call of Cthulhu we are playing on the air the, cro- the Cracked and Crooked Mance from the Mansions of Madness uh, f- expansion by Chaosium it was first played in 1984 published in multiverse issue number three has been substantially revised we're playing from the second edition version of from the mansions of madness so we have four excellent players in the studio and let's introduce them hello players Players, can you please repeat that? Hello. Hey, what's (laughs) up? Hi. How's it going, Keeper? Very well. Thank you guys for joining us here. I'm very thankful for the opportunity to play. Yes. Super stoked to be on the air. Why don't you guys go around and introduce yourselves and your characters? Well, my name is DJ Nesimi. You may
1: hear me every week on uh, KSFR 101.1 FM, Lulavice for Cthulhu. Tonight, um, I am not the uh, Keeper of Arcane Lore. I am playing one Chester Wallace, an author from uh, Birmingham. I'm Rugo.
2: Occasionally, you can hear me on KSFR's Lullaby for Cthulhu. I am the Random Keeper of Trivia. Tonight, I am playing Thomas Allen Shafrath.
3: Hello, I am Stephen Bohannon, runner of The Game Thing, a weekly meetup group where we get together and play board games, happening at Big Adventure Comics every Monday. I will be playing Adesh Tarendra. He is a professor of archaeology uh, with a specialty in cosmology. He has played in two previous encounters, um, neither of which went exceptionally well, though he did escape with his life. He has uh, uncovered some arcane secrets and is back on the scene to explore
4: them further. And I am Joseph Pinkerton. You have never heard me before on Lullabies for Cthulhu. And I am tonight playing Brandon Sullivan. Excellent. Thank you,
0: uh, old friends and newcomers alike, over there in the studio. Now, um, if you're not familiar you're just tuning in for the first time to hear us play, or you've never played a role-playing game before, this is a die-based system. It's what's called a D100-based system. You will be hearing us roll dice to make decisions and to figure out what happens here in the game. We will be presenting you a very faithful role-playing session. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that it's exciting. Let's get started, shall we, investigators? Let's (laughs) shall. Let's do it. So, um, Brandon, you're a private investigator, aren't you?
4: I am a private investigator. You
0: are indeed, and you are well known um, through New England. You are based out of Arkham, that's correct? It is. Arkham, Massachusetts, one day in February... A cold, wintry day, as you typically have during that during that month in Arkham, in February 1925, you receive a letter from the Dodge brothers, who are attorneys at law. They're from the letter is from Gamwell, Connecticut. It's dated January 30th, 1925. Um, it's t- it's well well typed and written directly to you. Um, what do you do with this letter?
4: I'm going to read it and ascertain the contents. Excellent.
0: Excellent excellent decision. So, it reads as follows. Dear Mr. Sullivan, I have been referred to you by a mutual friend. As his attorney, I am very interested in locating the missing Mr. Arthur Cornthwaite and our associate mentioned your name as being one skilled in locating missing people, particularly those of Mr. Cornthwaite's persuasion. Thus, I have taken the liberty of contacting you. I am a partner of an established legal firm in Gamwell, the Dodge Brothers. My Arthur, or Mr. Arthur Cornthwaite, is one of our clients, and as his attorneys, we hold certain documents in trust for him. It would appear that Mr. Cornthwaite has departed without notifying us of his movements. This leaves us in a quandary as to how to manage his estate in his absence without his authority in such matters. We would like you to locate Mr. Cornthwaite and obtain from him his wishes in respect of this matter, or better still, request that he contact us directly. If it should, heaven forbid, transpire that Mr. Cornthwaite is no longer with us, then we will need some evidence of the same to proceed with his wishes as outlined in his last will and testament. Hopefully this is an unnecessary contingency, but one which we must nevertheless consider in the light of Mr. Cornthwaite's mysterious departure. I hope that you are free to give this matter your immediate attention and would like to extend an invitation to you to attend an interview at our offices as soon as it is convenient to discuss both the details of the situation and your professional fees. Anticipating a prompt reply, yours faithfully, Walter Dodge Esquire. Enclosed in this letter is an article from the Gamwell Gazette. It reads as follows. Ganwell Mil- M- millionaire absent. Ganwell's most prosperous son, Arthur Cornthwaite, will not be seen at church over the next few weeks. Mr. Cornthwaite has apparently left the area for time, possibly for a vacation, or in relation to his numerous studies. Some mystery surrounds Mr. Cornthwaite's departure as it came without notice. However, an inspection of his mansion and grounds by Sheriff Whitford has revealed no cause for alarm. The last person to speak to Mr. Cornthwaite was his attorney, Mr. Walter Dodge, on the 7th of this month. At that time, he gave no indication of his immediate departure, but according to Mr. Dodge, he did seem quite preoccupied, no doubt, with his travel plans. We all know well that besides being a Gamwell landowner, Mr. Cornthwaite is also a millionaire, a scholar, a philanthropist, and an explorer, a true Renaissance man. He may well be off laying the groundwork for some future exciting expedition or perhaps just relaxing for a time in New York City. Gamwell citizens will no doubt rem- remember fondly Mr. Quinthwaite's numerous generous donations to local charities and to the town library and join with us in wishing him a safe and happy journey and a safe trip home. It's from the Gamwell Gazette, January 17th, 1925. So that's what's in the letter, Brandon.
4: Looks like I'm going to be taking a trip up to Gamwell.
0: It's a smart move. There's a train leaving tonight for, uh, for Gamwell, of all places. And, uh, you hop on the train and get there, uh, in the morning. Now, um,. Once you're in Gamwell, it's morning time. It's uh, kind of a sleepy city. There's not much really here. There's a uh, yeah. It's it's kind of an out of it's kind of an out of the way place, mostly farmland. What's your first thing? I'm gonna to go ahead
4: and try and locate the uh, Dodge Brothers office and see if they're open for business today smart move when you're there there's
0: actually three other people there waiting to talk to the Dodge Brothers there is one Adesh Charendra and uh... two other uh, literary looking fellows there what do you
3: mean he's gone missing Walter? I saw him only two months ago and he was excited about something and he summoned me to meet him here today
0: Mr. Tarendra, we don't know what happened. We're currently investigating the matter. Uh, we, we, in fact, I think that may be Mr. Sullivan right now. He is our in- investigator. He has the look of one.
4: Indeed, I am the investigator, and uh, I think I'm going to get to the bottom of this fairly short order.
0: Well, Mr. Trendra, may I introduce Mr. Sullivan, P.I., and one of the best in New England, so I've heard.
3: Mr. Sullivan, pleasure to meet you, acquaintance. Edes Trindra. I'm um, a professor.
4: In Mr. kind, in kind, good sir. Mr. Trindra.
0: Mr. Trendra is an old friend of Mr. Cornthwaite, and has been very, uh, very uh, desirous of seeing him lately, given his sudden disappearance. Um, now, these other gentlemen, I am not familiar
1: with. Well, Dodge, I think uh, you should make yourself familiar with us, as we do have a writ here from Corthwaite saying that he is more than willing to share his notes regarding his recent trip to South America. Um, if you are unable to furnish them to us, then you must furnish us with his location or the location of where he stores his notes, okay. that we may proceed in writing our book. Now, now good sir, I, I don't take demands from strangers like that. My name is Chester Wallace.
2: And I am Thomas
1: Shimprey, and we are associates of Mr. Cornthwaite.
2: I we are authors see. in the process of writing a book.
0: I see. S- well, do you, um do you have a letter from him or some sort of introductory Yes, material? I have extensive
1: correspondence with Corns- with Cornthwaite. May I see some of it? Absolutely, and I, Chester, uh, furnishes the ne- the pile of. Uh, communications he has with cornthwaite
0: okay well that's that's quite a substantial bulk of material there uh um, i think i'll be going through this today but i do notice his signature that is most certainly his very well uh i am i am disappointed to let you know that uh we don't have any of his scholarly work here we merely have some of his ledgers um and uh well,
2: if well, he said they would be made available here or to come to this location to acquire them.
0: That seems... You mean as scholarly matters? Yes. Well, that seems highly our unlikely. Our
2: communications over the course of time suggested that we should be here sometime in the near future. Mm. That was months ago.
0: Well, that seems highly unlikely uh, because we do not deal with any of the anthropological and exploratory matter that well, I he didn't does. We he only have his legitimate see him. So what we can do is well, if you would all like to go to his place, we have keys and you could go there and in fact, uh, there's plenty of room for all of you to stay there until he arrives or to investigate where he might be. I've been
3: there many a time. I know my way around. Good. Uh, you'll know
0: that it's about 10 miles out of town. Um, not he keeps a good brandy closet. Hmm. There are carriages that will be able to take you. Go to uh, good, good. find service them is fine. on the main street. Now, uh should warn you that there has not been any any uh, sighting of Mr. Cornthwaite since the 7th of the month. That was when I went to go and speak with him. And, uh, since then, he seems to have just simply vanished on one of his many trips we assumed be the case. But we'd like to know for sure, since we've never, uh, had him gone for this long and with this kind of surprise.
1: Well, he should be back soon, if you would be so kind as to furnish us
0: with the keys. Of course, I would be more than happy to. here is one key for the front door here's another key to the back door those are the only copies that we have so please do not lose them Uh, we did visit ourselves and uh, well we didn't really do much except explore the grounds to be quite frank we didn't want to intrude upon Mr. Cornthwaite if he was deep in study as he often is Uh, but we do know that Sheriff Whitford also checked it out, and I believe he may have even entered the premises. So um, he said that Cornthwaite was not there. He did not go into much further detail, as he, um, he does not like going to that mansion anyways. Why is that? You have to ask him about that. There's a history to the Fitzgerald mansion. He knows oh. it pretty well.
4: And where might uh, we locate this sheriff?
0: Well, he's at the sheriff's office, of course.
4: Is that on the main street? Yes.
0: You'll find point it easy me enough. In it's that general
2: direction, please.
0: Not a very large town. Well, we're on the main street, in fact. So. So a few doors oh. down, then. A few what doors you're down. It's not a very large town, Gamwell, but it's a hmm. proud town.
1: Well, we shall uh, let us take these keys from you, and uh, let's visit our good friend, the sheriff. Mm-kay. Perhaps he can supply us with some more recent
0: information.
2: And Mr. Dodge, while we are embarking in that, would you be so kind as to
0: round us up a carriage service? Um, I'm quite busy. Oh. Make me a make me a fast talk roll.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, no. it would it appear Crit fail. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no one no one passed a fast talk roll to convince oh. this. Mousy lawyer. <laughs> How about a credit rating? Credit rating, uh... He'll take a credit rating. No, actually, he won't. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay,
1: well, I failed both anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. Like, no, I, uh, you'll find a carriage out there well enough on your own. Um, you all look to be very accomplished men, so I trust you. I must get back to... Looking, Going through the ledgers of Mr. Cornthwaite and other clients of ours.
4: Well, then, Mr. Dodge, I'll keep you informed of my findings. Now, actually,
0: that reminds me, we'll be paying you $100 to split amongst you if you are able to fine Mr. Cornthwaite. And if you get back to us within the week with a solution to where he is, we'll pay you a hundred dollars bonus. Does that sound fair to you all? let must be split amongst all of you. I'm not interested in money.
3: I just want to see my friend. So very well. The only thing important
2: to me and my associate is getting the documents and notes from Mr. Cornthwaite's
4: research. And in that case, I'm doing very well with a one-way split. <laughs> yes, Sounds. I'm, I'm likewise
1: uninterested in some sort of payout. I would prefer maybe a a small modicum of courtesy from you, rather.
3: I believe I am giving you that courtesy. I know. Let's let's keep it civil. I I think we have what we need. Thank you. Uh, We should uh, proceed. I would suggest straight to the mansion. I don't need to talk to a sheriff about my friend, the eccentric philanthropist, who may have gone off on a holiday. um, Nothing is out of sorts, it seems to me. Uh, why not just go to his mansion and wait for him there?
1: Yes, yeah, no. I, I suppose I agree. Sheriff's offices are uh, depressing places to be. Well, um...
0: As you wish. But, uh... Just let me know when you find something, yes? Of course. Okay. You'll be the fifth to know. <laughs> um... Good. Then, so, there are some other buildings, in case you're interested. There's a boarding house in Gamwell, a town hall, a police station, a fire station, an attorney's office, a newspaper office, a town library, and sundry shops. But if you want to go straight to the mansion, there's a carriage waiting outside for a few travelers. It might be you.
1: Uh, If there's an attorney's office, I'd like to see if uh, Cornthwaite has any other family in town.
0: Um the attorney's office is actually Dodge's office. You are in it oh, That's right. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh Walter Dodge, uh when you ask that question, will say no, he is quite a solitary man, and he came here some years ago and bought the house and rarely ever. Had any family to speak of that we knew of, at least.
1: So, no one, no will with you then?
0: All well, the will is a private matter. Ethics uh, like. prevent us from discussing it.
1: Let's to the manor then.
5: Be-
2: before we leave, um, does Mr. Cornthwaite's estate uh, have a telephone in case we need to ring back to the town for, say, transit back or
0: something like that? Uh, make me a luck roll. No, I, I'm afraid that Gamwell has not quite had the, had the b- blessings of Marconi yet here in this town, so we will, we will have to travel to us on foot or have a farmer send you back on one of his tractors.
2: <laughs> I was hoping more for the blessings of Bell than Marconi in this case. Oh, whatever,
0: I'm not a scientist.
1: Well, surely not all of us arrived on the train. Perhaps one of us drove here.
0: McGillic mm-hmm. roll. Ot 5 should do it. 37. seven it 5. It is Charendra. Has a Model T. Of course, yes. That's, what do you take me for? A peasant? He's mm-hmm. a pampered man of high taste and class. Yes, I... Uh, <laughs> just...
1: Hop in. uh, We'll have have a jaunt over there now. What can I say? I left mine in Arkham. Mm, Okay.
0: As you hop into Ita Shrendra's Model T, you do see a man in a sheriff's uniform eyeing you suspiciously from the window of the police station.
1: I will salute him with my cane and continue on my way.
0: You can tell that he scowls at you within the window. I add a small flourish to my salute. He pulls down the... he pulls down the shade. In disgust. Well, let's continue on to the manse. All right. (laughs) Sounds good to me.
2: (laughs) This one. Ah, the wind in my hair. My goodness, this can do a what? Brisk 35, it seems.
0: There is, oh. actually, quite I'd a wind. It's a very chill wind.
1: <laughs> a very chill wind. Well, good thing I'm wearing a coat.
0: So this house is situated about 10 miles out of Gamwell. It's a rather pastoral district. There's lots of farmland, as the Dodge Brothers suggested. You notice that the the house... Um, as you as, as you near the house, black and gray clouds scutter across the sky, and the chill wind picks up. As you near, you pass by numerous other large mansions and some farmhouses. There are people working the land outside of them. Well, we are uh, well on our way. You are well, on your it. way. You are on your way. You pass by the farmers as they look up, and I use somewhat suspiciously as well. I That's shall wave. They do not wave back. One, in fact, goes inside oh. as he sees you approach.
1: Andesh, if hmm. you could, please stop hitting every single pothole I believe these commoners are... Uh, thinking that we are making obscene gestures at them rather than the uh, friendly waves that we are currently making.
3: (laughs) This has always been a suspicious town. Every time I come here I get this weird oily feeling. It's like some strange distrust. Uh, They uh, most certainly distrust technology as I have seen. Uh, I have never had anyone wave or smile at me while driving through this town. Uh, there's a reason that uh, our, our friend, Arthur, d- does not embrace technology and does not have a telephone. It's uh, endemic in this place, always always strange.
1: So backwards. Hmm.
2: They seem to be the same with with guests, tourists and foreigners,
1: like ourselves. Resilient to anything new, one might say.
0: At least they don't have the intimate look about them. Well,
1: who <laughs> <there> is that? <laughs> Oh, uh, it would be an interesting and welcome variety to these scowls that I'm seeing here.
0: (laughs) So, it gets darker as you near the manse. And as you pull up, you see that there's an iron gate surrounding it, and it's padlocked quite securely.
1: Well, I imagine we were given a key for this as well. You check. Front and back door keys to
3: the Fitzgerald Mansion.
0: Make me an idea roll. Uh, three. Thirty-five. I'm good. Those dunderheads forgot to give you a key to the iron gate padlock.
1: Well, let's see if I can locksmith
0: this baby. Make I me a half-chance mechanical repair. Oh, do you have locksmith? I do. Yeah, make me a locksmith roll. And I fail with a 97. Okay. Someone else can make me a mechanical I, repair I got roll. the
4: locksmith roll. You do? I nice. do. And
0: did. Excellent.
4: Okay. Well done,
1: Mr.
0: Sullivan.
4: So you are able to
0: pull out some some hairpins and you're able to uh, turn the tumbler on the padlock. It clicks open and you feel a brief breeze of victory and triumph. You've solved the first puzzle of this mystery. Well done. But uh, a long driveway leading up to the mansion awaits you as you push open the iron gate.
1: At least it's not full dark.
3: I'll pull through, close it behind me.
0: Excellent. Uh, as you pull up to the mansion, you notice uh, you pull up to the mansion, you notice on the left that there's paths leading to a overgrown and sprawling garden that features plants that you've rarely seen in this part of the country. Fair enough for New England. There were willows and there are strange might be orchids but you're not quite sure growing all around um,
2: outdoors orchids in this weather
0: strange My right goodness. it seems almost swampy over there there's this kind of oozing miasma that wafts over the driveway from the garden it's heavy a little bit treacly and sweet Hmm. Off to the right, there is... Oh, I'm sorry, were you going to say something?
1: Yes, I think I'd like to photograph these strange plants. I'm going to make a note of that.
0: You brought a camera with you. Yes. Make me a photography roll.
1: I will try again when the light is better
0: tomorrow. Hmm, (laughs) Sounds good. It is a little bit dark. Indeed. Uh, There's really no sunlight to speak of at this point. Yes. Uh, Besides what's filtering through the gray clouds. Off to the right... There is um, mostly trees. Make me a spot hidden. Success. Success. Okay.
3: Failure. It's quite overgrown,
0: but you do see the house ahead. Make me another spot hidden, anyone who succeeded. Failure.
4: Failure as well. Failures
0: all around? Well, we've spotted the house at least. You spotted the house. I think there might be something else off to the trees on the right. It's a wide property. It's 20 acres, in fact. So you draw closer to the mansion. It's silent sh- and shuttered, and there's something very strange about it. it. Parts of the plaster molding on the outside seems cracked. Some bits are falling off. Make me another spot-hidden roll. Hey,
1: Dish, was it in such disrepair the last time you visited?
3: No, no. I haven't seen it like this before. Failure. And when was the last time you were here? Hmm. It must have been a couple
0: of years back. Anyone who noticed a spot-hidden, uh, or made their spot-hidden, notices that there's something kind of wet. Around the outside, but it hasn't rained recently here in Gamwell.
2: When you say around the outside, do you mean on the walls or just around the base? Yes, it's kind of slick looking.
1: All over. Well, even if it hadn't rained, perhaps it was misty. Look at that. Now... There's
0: some sort of
2: oh odd yes. moisture on the exterior of this house.
0: You all do notice no, it.
2: I didn't see that. Interesting. Curious.
1: Disgusting.
4: I doubt it pertains to our uh, task at hand. Indeed. I'm not going to
1: find enough. Arthur in the uh, in the dew that is clinging to his home.
3: No, but the shutters it's, that that is telling of some longer departure. Oh. A uh, man
4: gone for eighteen days is generally either dead or out of state.
0: Could be.
1: Perhaps he has a mistress in New York.
0: Everyone make me an idea roll. Success. 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 You all, as you're looking at it, as you're getting out of the car, it's compelling. You can't really take your eyes off the mansion because you notice that it seems slightly skewed. Off to the right, everything seems off by a little bit. Odd. Let's uh, let's contemplate this
1: for a moment. This this skewedness of this home.
0: Let's and um. let's. We need to take a break in order to play some spots here. We'll be right back.
3: Road this straight
0: up. Hi guys, we're back.
1: And we have returned. <laughs> yes, yeah, such an odd uh, such an odd state for a house to be in. As you say, you uh, visited it so recently, Mm Adesh, to have fallen in such disrepair.
3: Over a course of less than two years, surely it was, I think it, yeah. Adesh will make an attempt to uh, um, understand the uh, the geology that uh, this house is sitting on, see if uh, fault lines run through this area, sounds good. Um, He fails miserably to uh, recall the strata in this uh, area of the country. How miserably? Um, eighty-three against a twenty-one. So
0: you are simply unfamiliar Mm -hmm. uh, with the specific geological formations around here. It's rather flat. Hmm. You don't think it's that terribly interesting?
1: Might I uh, roll a history to see, perhaps, if uh, there are any unusual earthquakes in the area recently? Um,
0: do you have? Yeah, make me a history roll, but at like a minus fifty, because you're not familiar with this area. All right. I fail. Okay. I yeah. would like to
2: go up and examine the moist substance that is clinging to the side of this house.
0: Certainly. And Adesh, as you look over to the left, the garden, make me a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Hmm. No, missed it by 20. It's just oddly overground. No, I'm sorry, Rogo, what is your character's name again? Simprith? Thomas, Thomas Alan Simprith. Simprith. Okay, Thomas Simprith. So, Thomas, you... I,
2: I do have quite
0: some chemistry training. Make me a chemistry role. Yes, quite successful. Quite successful. You go up and touch this weird moisture. Seems like dew, maybe a little bit more slimy, but you really can't tell what it might be composed of without taking it into a laboratory.
1: Hmm. Well, I that will... That's uh, interesting. I will take the front door key
0: and see if the front door is unlocked. As you walk up the steps, they to the front door they creak uh, underneath of your weight. Well,
1: these old mansions can't expect them to be uh,
0: to treat us like they were brand new, eh? You cannot make me a spot hidden roll, by the way. Uh, impale. Impale. You certainly notice actually two things as you impaled it. You notice that there's a shed uh, that you passed um, just, past the tr- uh, just past the trees uh, off to the right of the driveway as you were coming in. And you also notice that there is a hatch um, not very far from the stairs that seems to be going towards the cellar. Okay. There's a hole in it where vines were crawling out from it.
2: Is the hatch between the
0: house and the shed? The hatch is attached to the house. Oh, the
1: shed is not attached to the house, though. The shed is not attached to the house. All right.
4: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on up there with Chester to make sure nothing is disturbed before I have a chance to have a look at it. Sounds good.
0: Now, you begin to unlock the door. I'm imagining, Chester.
4: Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm
1: I'm going to see if it's even locked in the first place.
0: Okay. Um, You all have some belongings since you plan to be staying here. They're all in your car, of course. Clothes and some sundries and whatnot. So you will probably want to move those in as well since you'll be staying here.
2: Well, since my writing partner, Chester, is opening the house, I shall go ahead and grab our, our luggage that I can easily manage myself.
1: Yes, all in due time. One must get the door open before one brings items through the portal. Of course. Sounds great.
0: Now... As you enter the house, there's just a musty and mildewy smell purveying everything that just uh, washes over you as soon as you walk inside. It's, it's a little bit disgusting. Well, no wonder Cornthwaite couldn't stand to be here. It's, he's grown mold. It's deeply unsettling. Um, and as you open up the door, a bit of plaster uh, falls down right in front of you. Some molding right above it. That ah. it's a bit startling.
1: This. Uh, are you quite sure that it's uh, in good enough repair to uh, to even stay here? I, no. I, I
3: I can't believe that it has fallen into such disrepair <laughs> under so, such short time. I'd mm-hmm. uh, like to make a biology roll to see if that's uh, even a reasonable thing. But these these plants, they're. <laughs> They're growing at incredible speeds, but I I, I am
0: unfamiliar with them. Uh, what does your biology role say?
3: Biology role says that I am very unfamiliar
0: with these uh, <laughs> biota. Um, you think that these could be some tropical plants that perhaps Arthur uh, brought back from one of his South American South American sojourns, and maybe they just grow at ways at rates that you are not comprehends you cannot comprehend.
3: Fascinating.
0: However, I mean, you were born in India, right? That's correct. Yeah. Delhi. No. Yes. So I mean, you've seen stuff like this. Well, some stuff like this before. It's just it's amazing that it's growing here, especially in February.
1: Madness! Bringing the wilds of an uncultured nation to uh, to our home. Everyone. doing
0: <laughs> Everyone, make me in I high- <laughs> Wow. Well, um, does anybody take offense to that? <laughs>
3: Uh, uncultured Nations? No, this is 1920 something. Okay. So.
0: five? is that correct? Very, 1925, correct. Very good. Everyone make me an idea roll. Very, Very successful. successful. A retconnace. S- exceedingly successful. Success. Yes. Okay, so everyone who had a success remembers that uh, Walter Dodge told you all, uh, and your lore master forgot to tell you that. Nothing is to be damaged in the mansion. They want to make sure that it is as pristine a state as it possibly can be. During your investigation, this says, don't destroy anything, is what they said.
1: The building appears to be doing a fine job of destroying itself. That's Mm -hmm. true. Well,
0: that's a bit troubling, isn't it?
1: Well, we obviously can't be uh, blamed for the ravages of some strange South
0: American plant. Um, yes, hopefully you won't be. When you walk inside, when you work further inside, you notice that um the wallpaper is sagging in certain places. Stuff seems a bit scattered about. pictures hang at odd angles furniture seems moved and dragged along the floor
1: well I say the first thing tomorrow then once we uh, once we've gotten settled and perhaps uh, examine some of uh, Arthur's notes to see where he may have gone we uh, we go to inform the Dodgers that this this mansion is just it's it's almost unlivable speaking so
3: of settling in I uh, I think I might check that uh, that brandy cabinet
1: Hmm. I think I, I may need a uh, snifter myself. I say, w-
2: I was looking around, and I did notice the furniture ha- appears to have been dragged around.
0: It it is it that does. recently? Mm-hmm. As in, Make through
2: the dust tracks?
0: Through the dust, there is tracks? There's not much dust around here, actually.
1: Ah. Hmm. But the furniture looks moved somehow.
0: Yeah. It does.
2: Does it appear to be a recent moving of the furniture?
0: Make me a spot-hidden roll. Um.
2: Sadly, no. It does not appear that I can tell much from what I see.
0: Yeah, you're not really sure if it has been moved recently or not, but it's been moved at some point. Well, I occasionally it to find
1: myself when I'm in a writing fugue state to uh, rearrange some of my furniture that it may represent the uh, disordered clutter of my own mind. So perhaps that is uh, a habit that Arthur and I both share.
0: As you walk into further into the room, there's a door on your right. Uh, it might perhaps be a cloak room. The hall expands into a large chamber and there's a stairway to the top floor right in front of you. There's a hall going to the right and hall going past the staircase. And then doors, uh, two doors in the larger hall chamber. I make a a dash
3: toward that uh, brandy cabinet that Adesh talked about. The
0: brandy cabinet. So that is between Um, the two doors on the left, where you go in, there's a larger space uh, that is the the entrance hall proper. There's a brandy cabinet there. Mm. And you see that your friend Arthur, as you well knew, is a man of exquisite taste in brandy.
5: Mm.
1: Well, I assume it has uh, glasses in uh, in the cabinet as well as brandy.
0: It has everything you would like. There's a brandy that looks to be from 1911.
3: He always said, make yourself at home. I
0: shall. Very good. You pour yourself a glass. The glasses are surprisingly well kept, given the condition of everything else around the house.
1: I'm still going to use my handkerchief to wipe out the inside of my glass.
0: A wise enough decision. Does everyone else take a sip?
4: Absolutely. I
2: shall not be partaking at the moment.
0: Everyone make me an idea roll.
3: Success. My idea was brandy. Also a success.
0: Everyone who made their idea roll remembers this is during Prohibition. Arthur's a very, very naughty man.
4: Absolutely. Hey,
0: it's only illegal to sell an import. Rural
4: enough that he can do in public what we have to do in private.
0: It could be, but uh, it's rather surprising that he kept it out so open in, in the open. Perhaps he doesn't really let any people in here at all.
1: Well, I imagine their uh, early towns. town's dislike of change also uh, carries over to dislike of new laws yes. at
0: least no tea toddlers <laughs> brought in. Um, it does seem to be a rather conservative town, you noticed, but there was no there's no saloon, for example, and you knew the boarding house had no alcohol. Mr. Cornthwaite had different ideas
2: indeed. I shall gander around the bottom floor if I see the um library. Uh
0: it's the library me. you can tell um our main objective is past an open door just to the left of the brandy cabinet in the hall.
2: Oh lovely. And you always a good combination library and brandy.
0: Of walk course. right in easily enough. Uh, In the well, yeah, library. Let us carry
1: our uh, let us carry our glasses into the library and see what we can see.
0: Yes,
3: absolutely. That. Some of the most riveting conversations happened right mm-hmm. here in this, this area, these,
0: these lounging chairs over a good brandy. Mm-hmm. There are, of course, many books in the library. Mister Cornthwaite was a very learned man, and as you would expect, there's many books on exploring, archaeology, history, anthropology, many of the sciences. Uh, there's a f- complete collection of the Man or the uh, of of the Quartaman adventures. <laughs> Interesting stuff like, she by the very same author, strange and exotic tales of cultures from all around the world.
2: Excellent, indeed. He did say we would have some things to at least look at
1: in his library yes, before let's we got to his notes. Well, let's uh, let's see if there's anything a little bit more uh, more conducive to our own research than uh, than some of this pulp.
4: While they're doing that, I'd like to go ahead and look around and see if he's left anything here that might point to his current whereabouts.
0: Well, you can make me a library use roll.
1: Very fail. Success.
0: Anybody who succeeds can make an idea roll.
1: Also success.
0: So, you guys you writers knowing what you're meaning to look for uh, which is strange tales of tribes from South, Ame- from South America uh, you begin looking for that right away strangely enough despite Mr. Cornthwaite's uh, prestigious reputation in this field there is no book whatsoever about the South American continent
1: he must be interesting. He must have another library, mm. or he's, he's taken them with him. Mm. Well, let us, or uh, well, they've moved. To, he's moved them to another room mm. of the house—a yeah. study, or yeah, perhaps. perhaps perhaps a uh, perhaps some sort of writing room. That or is, uh, but let us uh, let us perhaps uh, examine his uh, his personal quarters. I'm guessing they're upstairs. That's correct. Is as you
0: do go through the books, you notice a few of them seem to fall apart in your hands from. Moisture damage.
2: Oh, this, this is so incansion.
3: horrible! Mm-hmm. It's Terrible shame to
0: lose these,
3: these tomes. Um,
0: yeah, some are some are some seem to be quite valuable. As you're all leaving, though, make me a spot hidden roll.
3: Mm. Aedesh mm. does not. See, no anything. one made a
4: success.
0: No. Mm. Nope.
4: None. Seemingly
3: it's not.
0: Just tremendously unfortunate how wet some of these books are and quite damaged when they fall apart in your hands. Disintegrating. Some does, of you does shed a single tear.
1: It's terrible. Some of these are first editions.
2: Is the moisture somewhat similar to that moisture found outside?
0: It's uh, very much the same.
1: Much as that's how? not the house.
0: It's like a dew <laughs> from inside the house.
1: The house is wilting itself. Oh, I've heard of this effect uh, happening in greenhouses. Perhaps uh, it has to do with the the vegetation. How
2: tremendously unusual.
0: Make me a biology roll, Chester.
1: Fail by 70.
0: By 70. (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty sure that you're exactly right in saying that. Oh,
1: of course. I know I'm exactly right in saying yeah. that. That's why I said it. You're
0: <laughs> deeply convincing. I'm
1: going to write it down <laughs> in my journal later as well.
0: <laughs> so
3: I uh, I'd show them upstairs to uh, his personal quarters.
0: You go upstairs, and the stairs creak underneath of your weight. And you walk along the floorboards of the second <laughs> floor. Um... Everyone make me a listen. And if you succeed in that listen roll, make me an idea roll. Fail.
3: Made the first one and the second. I have an idea.
0: Adesh, you've so been here... I. I'm sorry, who what
4: was that? Uh, Brandon also has heard.
0: Oh, okay. Both of you, and particularly you, Adesh, since you've been here before, you notice that uh, it's rather odd, but the floorboards in the lower story don't creak. Despite them being very much the same floorboards and there certainly being a basement, the top the top floorboards do, however, creak. Is and it it's just as odd, because you remember the floorboards creaking when you last visited. This is a very old house, so everything creaks. Is the moisture lessened in this zone? No, it's still fairly mildewy up here, and there's Odd moisture all around, C- coming up through the through the sideboards, through the floorboards. Now, things, things have oozing. changed so much since I was here last that who could even tell? oozing out of the wallpaper. Indeed. Yes, things seem to very much have changed. Little bulges form in the wallpaper where the moisture welled up the most. I'm now, going
2: to take out a pin. And prick one of the little bu- bulges just to see if it pours out water or it's just a bulge
0: it um, you you prick it and it's a little bit soggy, but there's no ooze that comes out of it oh. um, hmm. it's kind of it just seems kind of weird and gross. The wallpaper seems like it shouldn't be this decrepit and certainly not this soggy any reasonable landowner and maintainer of the house would have changed this long ago.
2: Indeed, Clearly he has been away for some time to let the house fall into such disrepair.
0: On the top level there's a there's a balcony you can look right down into the hall where the brandy cabinet is. Um, And to the right there is a door down the hall. And then there's what seems to be the master bedroom door. It's a little more ornate than the other doors. Directly in front of you seems to be a door towards the den. It's open. And the balcony continues along to the left and seems to lead into what looks like a trophy room of some kind.
3: I lead them to the master bedroom.
0: You go into the master bedroom? Oh, my. This is a very well furnished room befitting uh, a a person of Mr. Cornthwaite's prestige. There is many, many valuable artifacts all around from his travels and uh, certain very expensive looking objects like a a gold-plated cigar case, a diamond tie pin, and a very expensive looking um, china vase. When you walk in, you notice immediately that the ceiling of the room is very moist. It seems to have a pool above it, but you can't really tell. It's not dripping. I'd like to uh, recall my archaeology
3: lore, such as to determine whether or not any of the South American items, which I know he was an elaborate collector of, are also missing in this room.
0: There don't seem to be any South American items, actually, in this room. That is uh, quite odd. You remember that he would probably be in the trophy room where he kept his most valuable things. Mm. Some of the things here are more just for perhaps have sentimental value to him or more for kept for their prettiness rather than their
3: value. Well, the archaeology check uh, comes in uh, as good, so uh, anything of note um, I would uh, discern in this space.
0: There is nothing of archeological note here, you do notice that the China vase is a more recent vintage, but it's it's very pretty. There's a few odd uh, pictures on the wall from some of his expeditions. Some of them you recognize, there's one from Egypt, there's one from Sumatra, and there's one from the Indian subcontinent as well.
4: So I'd like to have a look around the room and check for any missing, see if there's an empty place in the closet for shoes, clothing. This pocket watch is on the nightstand. Anything like that sort that might say he uh, has left without preparation or might still be around?
0: Yes, that's one of the odd things. There's plenty of clothing all around. Uh, It looks like his closet is rather full. In fact, it didn't seem like he took anything. Um and uh, everything looks like he left quite in a hurry. Of note, near the fireplace in the master bedroom, there are nine partially dissembled shotgun cartridges. Their contents poured out into neat little piles, both the powder and the shot separated. And directly in front of the fireplace is a pair of fluffy blue men's slippers. You can mm-hmm. make me a spot hidden, all of you
1: successful Adish is successful.
0: successful also successful for Chester. Oh look, blue slippers <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone who is successful notes that there seems to be a line of white small white crystals along the bottom of the doors.
1: small white crystals
0: and along the window sills
1: um.
0: These are all points of entry Through the room. He
3: was always so disturbed by uh, by bugs and animals. He uh, often would lay down uh, tracks uh, to keep slugs out uh, and uh, uh, ward off ants. I wonder if this was more of his, his trickery. Uh, um,
0: may I ro- roll a cult on this? Sure, you can make an occult roll. Thomas, you can make me a chemistry roll. Success on occult. cult. Success on a cult. On a cult. Um, I
2: believe I know what that is.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, Chester, with the, cult, the, with, with the occult role, you certainly have heard of stories of people placing what might be salt mm. around areas that are points of entry, but you don't really know much about why Mr. Cornthwaite would do that. Mm. And Thomas, you... Quite adroitly uh, recognize it as salt as you put your finger on it and bring it up to your mouth. It's indeed salty.
2: I'm not sure that that's the first method of testing I would have put myself through, but yes.
0: You were quite confident.
1: Glad glad to know that it's salt. At least it doesn't taste of almonds. Yes,
0: yes. you You were quite confident that it was salt and you ended up being correct and of course not having a lab around means you have to have more rudimentary methods of testing
2: well I could tell that there were cubes for the crystals and I was
0: quite sure it was salt Mm -hmm. Um, if you're anyone near the fireplace and checking it out can make me a spot hidden anybody successful? for the fire
4: Brandon is successful.
0: You notice there's a, a translucent stain on the mantle of the fireplace. It
4: seems Since, uh, to be
0: very similar to the other moisture stains.
4: Thomas has been uh, so successful with the other ones, I'm going to direct him to that and see what he makes of it. Thomas, what do you think of this? Hmm.
0: Similar...
2: But slightly different, it would appear.
0: For chemistry or chemistry, it's very much the same. Oh, it is very much the same, but it it's, it's just—it's just on the stone of the mantel place, uh-huh. the mantelpiece. And we'd have to break again for another spot. We'll be right back, everyone. Welcome back to Lullabies for Cthulhu's special Thanksgiving edition. I am your Keeper of the Lore, DJ Huge Problem. Normally we'll be bringing you J-Pop, J-Wave, wonderful music from Japan, and we will return to that next week. But tonight, true to our name, Lullabies for Cthulhu, we'll be bringing you Part 2, Hour 2, of a special live role-playing session of the game Call of Cthulhu by Chaosium. Tonight, we're halfway through uh, the scenario the Crooked and Cracked Manse, which is featured in the second uh, edition of the Mansions of Madness by Chaosium. We have our players here. It looks like they're all ready to go.
1: Yes, around. we are all back around this table.
0: We are back around this table. Players, can we just do another short introduction?
1: Indeed. Uh, Once again, as uh, I stated at the uh, beginning of this episode, my name is DJ Nesmi. You may recognize my voice from every other week where we uh, play J-pop and talk on the radio. I'm playing tonight one Mr. Chester Wallace, who is utterly creeped out by the, uh, the overall moistness of this strange, cracked and crooked manse. And
3: I am Stephen Bohannon, playing Adesh Tarindra, a professor of archaeology and cosmology at Miskatonic University, um, close friend of Arthur Cornthwaite, and a very concerned individual as to uh, where he has gone and what he is up to. I'm Ruggo,
2: occasionally heard on Lullaby for Cthulhu. Tonight I'm playing Thomas Allen Shemcriff. I am a partner with Mr. Chester Wallace, as we are authors working on a book in the mysterious and mythic world of the occult.
4: And I am Joseph Pinkerton, playing tonight Brandon Sullivan, a private investigator attempting to locate Arthur Cornthwaite, whose mansion we are now in, Dead or Alive.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much, players. Let's get back into it. You're in the master bedroom of the of the mansion that Cornthwaite lived in. An old mansion that has a long and storied history and now is strangely unoccupied by little more than moisture and you four. And, and plants. Plant. Well, there's plants outside, maybe in the basement.
1: Uh this, you, um, we've noticed already that there are uh, shotgun shells that have been
4: disassembled
1: and the, uh, the shot and powder placed on separate piles.
0: That's right, in neat little piles, the powder in the shot. Is the powder still dry? Remarkably, yes. Hmm. Are the casings next to them? Yes.
2: Hmm. I would like to examine the powder to see if there's anything... Unique or unusual, from what I can tell.
0: Make me a um, chemistry roll. It is your standard gunpowder. Hmm. Do you want to taste it? Yes. <laughs> Tastes like gunpowder.
2: Interesting. Tastes like salt and pita. Yes, I'm. Um, I haven't tasted pita.
1: <laughs> I think I'll scoop uh, what I can into of this uh, the gunpowder into my handkerchief and twist it closed so that I know none, none of it will get out.
0: Sounds good. You you do such.
2: I will reassemble one of the sh- one of these
0: shells. Great. You have well. Make me a. I don't know mechanical repair. Roll. <laughs> I thoroughly trounced the first one. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> fail, you fail or I s- failed miserably. Okay. <laughs>
2: I sc- <laughs> as I as I was loading, as I was loading it into the shell, unfortunately, <laughs> it scattered everywhere. And it
0: scatters everywhere. Oh well. Yes. Um, um. There goes that shell. Good thing there's eight more. If you wanted to mm. and That's what we it. do not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that we don't. I believe. Uh, I believe we should uh, move on and continue exploring the house. There's many other rooms to explore. Indeed. Is there an attic? You know, to no,
3: Make that. me an idea roll. I haven't spent any time in the attic, but
0: I make my idea roll. You you know that uh, Arthur did mention that he had an attic. He never took you up there, but he pointed up to it once.
1: <laughs> well, perhaps uh, perhaps that's where he's keeping some of his uh, more private notes. Um, um, of, of course, not
3: there's it. the den as well, which is just across the hall.
1: Well, let's let's examine the den and of course the trophy room. The den, the trophy room, then the attic, and, if necessary, the basement. Indeed, mm-hmm. if we haven't found what we're looking for by then. Let us take a look at the den first, then.
0: So, in the den, you see immediately, most noticeably, a shotgun hanging upon the mantelpiece, uh, hanging up, hanging above the mantelpiece. Um, make me a spot hidden. Um, anyone who made the spot hidden notices that in the grate of the fireplace there is a crumpled piece of paper. Hmm. Well, let us examine this. Okay, um, you smooth out the piece of paper, and in very very neat handwriting, Adis Trendra, make me a well, Adis, you you recognize it immediately as. In fact, you all do since you've seen his writing, except for you, Brandon. Uh, you recognize it as. Arthur's writing a little bit more hurried than usual mm. it reads as such as follows to whom it may concern I am writing this statement in the event of my joining my staff and my expedition members in death I Arthur Cornthwaite being of sound mind and body oh no time for formality or legalisms it, it is a thing I must tell you of I, it Is a thing I must tell you of Yes, yeah, right. what is sanity when faced with this I thought I had fled from it in that foul green place, that accursed temple. Yet somehow it has followed me here. I know the signs. There can be no mistake. It is with me. It is a thing so clever, so terrible that... Melodrama! What's the point? Notes to myself in an empty house. Whoever reads this knows, or will know, of it. But what you must also know is that it has a weakness. A weakness so simple, so and the O trails off in his cursive to a point. The note ends there. Does that ring any bells with Adish? It does not, it appears. <laughs> well, you know that, I mean, all of you know that he went to South America recently.
1: Now we do. Do we know what happened to the people who went on the journey with him? Did he, was he the only survivor? You're not aware. Hmm. Curious. Well, perhaps he brought back some illness
0: with him.
4: Hmm. Do we know when his last trip was? Um.
0: Make me a luck roll. Yes. Um, you do know, you remember reading a short blurb in the paper about... Mr. Corthwaite, uh you did some research before you left that has said that he went on a trip down to South America. Hold on. About. Um, about two years ago, in 1923. You don't know when he returned.
4: Well, gentlemen, I think he's caught something down south in the jungles.
1: Mm. Something that's affected his mind. Well, then
2: he should still clearly be here. There should be some sign of him.
4: Could, well, have, could have wandered off in the night. We found some slippers.
0: <laughs> they uh, are slippers. Yeah. They look very. They look. They. They looked very comfortable.
1: Indeed, we have found some sign of uh, of his decaying mental state with his uh, disassembly of. Uh, with his disassembly of the uh, of the shotgun shells and the placement of salt along the uh, the edges of his room, paranoid behavior to be sure. Indeed, possibly brought on by some fever he caught in the uh, in the greenness, which I can only assume is the jungles of mm-hmm. South America. He said the
2: green temple, didn't he?
1: Well, yes. I assume they have rudimentary temples in uh, South America. In fact, rudimentary, men. Oh, I'm sorry, Adesh.
3: The place is a, uh, that was a thriving metropolis 2,000 years ago, and more. Indeed, rudimentary temples. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Um, yeah, Adesh, you can make me an archaeology roll if you like.
3: Uh, better than 50.
0: 50 better than... Yeah. Oh, Success. So, so was that an impale?
3: Um, the, the definition of that, again? One-fifth of your skill.
0: Ah. Um. No. But you succeeded. Yes. You know that he did go to find some sort of the temple of a lost tribe in South America. And this tribe seemingly just disappeared after some time. Mm -hmm. After what you know some speculate could be a great civil holy war or just the civilization dying out. There's many speculations on this, none decisive. Do I know the name of that tribe? You do not know the name of the tribe.
3: I relate this information to my friends.
1: Disappeared, you say, Hmm. much like Cornthwaite himself.
3: It's true. I hadn't put those together yet.
2: And And, as he says, what happened to his own expeditionary force? They all disappeared as well. According to his note. Indeed. Troubling.
1: It is uh, It is quite troubling.
4: Well. I'd like to go ahead and look around the office, see if there's any notes, papers, leavings, receipts. Nothing in the den. You mm-hmm. think there mm-hmm. might den. be
0: in other rooms, but certainly there's plenty of places to, to search around here. But not the den.
4: Lead on, Adesh. Yes. Very well.
0: To the trophy room?
3: I think that's a reasonable place to look next.
0: You walk towards the trophy room going across the balcony, and in the trophy room... Where is it? There it is. All right. You walk into the trophy room. Um, This room is locked, in fact.
4: I'd like to go and try and uh, pick that lock.
2: Mr. Sullivan, you were so skilled at that previously.
4: Oh, nice. very, very easily done.
0: You easily pick the lock. Mm-hmm. Impaled. Um, yeah, this is no trouble for you. You just like kind of actually just jiggle the doorknob and do something weird with your pinky. And you just get in there. It's freaking amazing.
1: That's um, probably why I couldn't do it. I'm missing that pinky.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone's very, very impressed. Yeah. You're missing the this pinky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and um, you walk in... With an exaggerated statement of the, of the vowel, by the chance. Mm. You walk in, and actually, as you're unlocking it, you hear a crash from inside, before you open the door. A crash? Sound like something... Probably priceless breaking.
4: Go ahead and draw my revolver. You draw your revolver. Put my hand up, keep them back, and open the door you slowly.
0: Slowly creak open the door, groans as you <coughs> patiently open it. Excellent, thank you. Um, so, uh, when you're in here, you immediately, you immediately feel fear feel the angry stares of strange and menacing statues from exotic places around the world, you're sure, in the trophy room, all staring at you. There's strange, large, rotund humanoid creatures with painted red eyes. There are uh, portraits up on the wall, Um, painted on animal skins. You feel very uncomfortable in this room, like something's watching you. And there on the floor is um, what seems to be a piece of pottery, clay pottery, formerly ornate, formerly whole, that had fallen on the ground and cracked open. It's, there seems to have it. Seems to have, have have been holding something at
4: one point. I'd like to do a quick survey of the room. Look for anybody anybody in there could have knocked something over. Any reason something could have fallen?
0: Give me a spot hidden. Success. Um. You know that it is empty, but there is a a moistness around. And frankly, it seems a little more recent and wet than the other moistnesses around the house.
4: Well, come on in, gentlemen. Doesn't seem like anybody's here. It must have been something else.
0: Curious. When all of you enter, you feel unnerved by some of these artifacts. Strange ones, some even have tentacles all staring at you. Mm.
1: Oh. Unnerved, he's a Chester. Yeah. Look at that. Well that is uh tentacled artifacts. That is quite the specimen. hmm
2: Yes. We shall have to get some photos for our book.
1: Absolutely. Let me um let me see how my camera is shaping up in uh in this light. Oh, absolutely. A lovely shot.
0: Um okay, then you take some some photographs of these artifacts. Uh they they don't blink when you take when you take flash photographs of them.
2: I should hope not. They're artifacts, dear sir.
0: Why would they blink? It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> um,
1: when I examine them later, they'll uh, they'll have some semblance of a red eye yeah. <laughs> in their in their dead, you know, featureless gazes.
0: Is anyone looking at the at the vase that or or, or the uh, the pottery that fell? Looks like the investigator is. Yeah. Okay. Um, you when you when you look through the rubbish of it, you notice on the inside that there seems to be a desiccated human liver.
2: On the in- being that was previously being held by the shattered piece of pottery. Make
0: me an archaeology roll, somebody.
3: Let me take a look at that.
0: Oof. Too far gone. No. Okay. Then you don't really recognize what this could be, but um, you believe it's probably related to some sort of funeral rites. Um, Reminds me of the Egyptians. Yes. Could be. There's other strange artifacts. There's a menacing shrunken head uh, with wild hair staring at you from a shelf.
2: Ah, he has one of those
3: shrunken heads!
0: There's a human skull that's painted in vivid colors with little gems for eyes, fiery... uh, two fiery red rubies that seem to follow you wherever you go in the room. This skull, in particular, kind of leers at you, seeming to snicker, laughing audibly no but you can imagine it as you look at it
1: in the depths of one's own mind I'm going to go over and
2: reach out and pick it up and take a look quite carefully
0: Um, how how fascinating this is make me a dexterity times five roll <laughs> oh,
5: oh, 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 yeah,
0: it crashes to the ground. Definitely drop that. <laughs> it crashes to the ground, and could, could I leap to intervene? <laughs> <laughs> Make me a dexterity times three roll. Ooh, I made it. You made it. <laughs> as 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 Thomas fumbles with this skull, um, seemingly not a, maybe not aware of how heavy it actually was. Um, with caution, it, Mr. Simpereth, it flips out of his grasp, and Adesh, noticing this, dives over, deftly catching it in one hand.
2: Ah, thank you, Mr. Adesh.
0: <laughs>
2: you foreigners are
0: quite uh, impressive
2: sometimes.
0: Oh, boy. Um, There's so many strange things in this room, and the mildew smell is very strong. You're all getting kind of creeped out being here.
1: Indeed. Let's uh, perhaps adjourn to another room.
0: Is there
4: any other way out of this room?
0: No. That was it. It was locked. And you unlocked it.
5: Hmm.
2: I wonder what knocked over that pot before we came in.
0: Perhaps just a gust of wind. There's no window. They're all shuttered.
1: Well, these houses can be drafty. Hmm.
0: Perhaps. Okay. There's a knock. Oh. At the door. Curious.
3: I jumped in my
0: skin. Which door would that be? It's presumably the front door.
1: The front door? Who could that be at this hour?
0: Best to find out. It's not that late, it's around 7.
1: 7 p.m. 7 p.m. So the sun is down. An absurd hour, yes. Indeed. Who calls it 7 at night? Normally
0: oh, well, supper time. Hardly unacceptable. Oh, well.
4: I'm going to go and see who that is.
0: You walk downstairs, down the creaky stairs. She'll follow. And, uh... I don't know where it is. Um... As you go to the door, um, you, you notice you 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 hear another knock, and as it knocks, more plaster falls from the frame of the door, down, down into the ground, or the down onto the floor. Um, so you walk up to the door. Are you going to open it? Yes. A sudden gust of wind opens it much more hurriedly than you would imagine. And you see, in front of you, a lone figure holding an axe. Make me a sand roll. Anyone who's there to see this? Sanity? Sanity roll. All
1: right. Let's do this. Let's
0: roll D100. How
3: about a 99? That is uh, about as bad as you can get. Oh, man. Um, 59
2: only, on the 35. I failed
0: by 8. Anyone who loses, or anyone who... Um, well, anyone who doesn't make sand um, lose one point. Mm, one point of sanity. And you are particularly scared, since you rolled a ninety-nine, you worry this guy is murderous. Whoever's out there, you lose two points of sanity. Well, um,
1: good heavens! Good heavens, man! Put down the axe. He
0: he says, hey, uh, whoa, whoa, hey. Uh, Sorry, I, I just found this out there in the garden. Uh, just wondering if anybody was home. Uh, w- listen, my name's Joe. I'm I'm a reporter for the Gamwell Gazette. Um, my boss Stan sent me out here. He wanted me to check to see what you guys were doing, figure out why these outsiders came
4: to our town. No offense. Gamwell has a newspaper. No, offense. Gazette, yes, it
0: does. The Gamwell Gazette, in print since eighteen eighty-eight.
1: If I may ask, what do you print it with?
0: Well, we have a printing press. Stan arranges all the letters. I do the reporting and the photography. How you. What are you trying to say here?
1: Nothing at all. Just very interested in uh, in very in uh, small towns methods of. Uh, of manufacturing their own newspapers, and they read a book yeah. about it someday. Uh,
0: we you all know that we've been printing stuff since, what, 1495 or something? Since Gutenberg? How lovely. Well, this ain't nothing form- new. We may be the small, out of the way town, but we got a newspaper. We got a post office, too. I'm
4: gonna uh, l- let me take that for you. I'm gonna reach and uh, see if you hand me the axe. I'm gonna put that away on the shed.
0: Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I was wondering why I was out there in the garden. I just found it amongst a bunch of the overgrowth out there.
2: Might as well keep that inside with us. Well, perhaps... As a matter uh, of fact, I'm going to go out and um, pull a few of our things from the car while it's still close enough to evening.
1: That sounds like a very... uh, Including our luggage and my shotgun?
0: A very valid point. Listen, it's 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 getting kind of late, so... You guys mind if I stay here? I don't... I, don't know, I, mean, I, I mean, I can sleep in, like, you know, the study or the den or something. You guys can have the bedrooms to yourselves.
4: Did you walk here?
0: Well, yeah. It's
3: not that far. It's ten miles, man.
1: I suppose that's why the young man doesn't relish the idea of returning home on foot tonight. It was
3: a nice day. We wouldn't be able to call ourselves civilized to put them back out into the cold.
1: I suppose not. Now Very said
2: well. You you found that axe ax out in the garden, so you came through the garden to get here to the house.
0: Well, while it was still daylight out, I was checking the garden and seeing what it was like, because there's a lot of strange stuff out there. Right. Was, did you guys go to it?
2: No, we did not as of
1: yet. Well, we viewed it from there? afar.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty overgrown. I mean, Mr. Cornthwaite he had an awful lot of expertise in exotic things and i think he brought some with him
1: well, perhaps he was a uh, disinterested gardener that maybe why well, he found the axe where it was and how he's allowed all this vegetation to take such hold over well, his
0: property funny you should say that because he had a gardener actually two of them and uh, we haven't seen them for a while well that's maybe why it's so overgrown
1: that definitely explains the disorder of the homestead. I guess so. Did they live locally?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're from around here.
2: Oh, and you say they disappeared? Uh, and I look around at each of you.
0: Well, we just hadn't seen them for a while. Oh, I mean,
2: how long is a while?
0: I don't know, man. Well, you you run
1: the newspaper. Were you not working for it when they ran the story?
0: Make me a fast talk roll.
1: Or was this
2: before 1888?
3: The year the National Geographic was established. Mm-hmm. Quality, quality piece. Oh, I fail. Institution.
0: Listen, man, I don't know enough about that. What I do know is that these were people that he did hire from out of town, and they lived here to garden with him.
1: Oh, oh. they lived on the estate. And they were not oh. from the town.
0: No, no, they were put up in the Borden house, actually. They didn't live here. Here in the mansion.
1: Ah, excellent. Thank you. Fair enough. Well, come in. Yes, let's... uh Yes, yes, do be civilized. Come out of the cold and into the damp.
0: Uh, let's start a fire <laughs> or something. How about that?
1: Ah, that would actually be a splendid idea. Indeed. Did you, know, you uh, did you happen to see any uh, stacks of wood outside? Well there's a
0: That's wood nice cellar.
1: Wood. There's a wood cellar.
0: Most most houses around here have a wood cellar.
1: Well let's uh let's examine that. Why then. don't you take
2: us to it if you could find it and show us
0: where well, it is? We could go to the cellar room. We could go through the cellar, we could go out through the through the hatch out front.
1: Well whichever is uh whichever is swiftest. Well,
2: since we're at the front door, I assume you can walk us around the house to Ind- the hatch front.
1: Indeed, I think we've uh, we've already spotted it. it might be that uh, that hatch with the vines growing out of it. It is indeed that hatch. Um,
0: Say, uh, so you walk towards the hatch, and um, gosh, where is it? Uh, you notice that it's not locked. You can open it up. Lovely. Then we shall do so. Okay.
2: I'll grab a side and pull it open.
0: I will grab the other side. So there's a wooden hatch, and inside there's a a great mound of wood and and sawdust, and also unusual vines and creeping plants. Hmm. Um, Someone can make me a biology or botany roll. Not even close. Uh, Missed
1: by a couple percentage
0: points Adesh you're not very sure but it doesn't like these remind you more of plants that would be found in more tropical climates Um, you do notice it is extraordinarily damp almost suffocatingly mildewy and damp Mm.
1: does the wood look
0: dry enough to use it looks passably dry
1: You mentioned sawdust on the floor. Is there any evidence of termites in the wood? Mm, Make me a spot hidden.
0: Success. Um, No. Mm. Uh, Very little, actually, surprisingly. Um, Let's gather up the wood, then. You do notice there's a door behind, um, at the far end of the wood cellar, Mm. that would open up into the general cellar.
1: I see. Well, let's uh, let's get this wood up, and perhaps we can uh, start a fire in the
4: den. Okay, we could uh, go through the cellar; save us a trip outside.
2: Mm. Oh, the front door is already open. Let's. Well, you know. I don't. I don't probabl- want to get my
4: boots any more wet than they are. Yes, let's. Uh, no, uh,
3: another thing that choice. he was very into was uh, wine, uh, which would be stored Ooh. in the uh, the cool. cellar proper.
1: That's so a, that does actually sounds quite nice. Let us. Uh, then let us make our way through the uh, through the wine cellar, as you may be calling it.
0: Um, <laughs> Wind
1: our way through the cellar? <laughs> uh,
0: the cell- it is locked.
1: Well, let's uh, let's see about unlocking it.
4: I succeed at unlocking it.
0: You unlock the door, but the, you can't open it inward. It's stuck fast with mm-hmm. a. Kind of a sickly thudding sound. Hmm. Well, let's perhaps put a shoulder into it. Yeah, give me a. It's an unusual thing. Give me a strength roll. Times five. Uh, just make give, give me a strength roll. Uh,
1: so I didn't even make I didn't even make times five. Times five.
0: Okay. What did you do? Sixty. Sixty. Okay. Um, you thud in. And the doors kind of creak open a little bit and make me a spot hidden as he does that. Not you, Chester. Everyone else.
2: Oh, hello. What is that I see?
0: You see a strange little motionless slimy thing. You think you might catch a glimpse of a mouth. And we cut to a... Spots. And we're back, Lullaby's Gthulhu, with our final half hour of the Cracked and Crooked man's actual play live RPG theater. We go back to the game in progress.
1: No, no, no. So you saw a mouse, is what you're saying?
2: No, 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 it looks like a mouth.
1: Yes, a mouse. Make me
0: a sanity roll. Thomas. Oh, a successful failure. <laughs> so, um, make me an idea roll.
2: Another failure.
0: Okay. Oh,
2: no, I'm sorry, I was successful on the idea.
0: On the idea roll. Thoroughly a failure on the sanity roll. You feel tremendous horror. That there is something behind that door that should not be... Please roll me a D, four. Two. Two. You lose two points of sanity. My
2: God, there's something there. I don't know what it
1: is. I tell you, I see a mouth. A mouth. Yes, a mouse. A mouse. No, a mouth. (laughs) Lips. Teeth. Yes, and I'm going to put my shoulder
0: into the door again. Um, No, no. Does anybody want to help him? No, no, no. There is something there. I'm going to give that door a shove. All right.
2: Slimy looking and... Both of you make strength
1: rolls. All right. That's a 14. I'm going to go... Successful as well. A 14. Successful as well. Okay.
0: So, um... So, I beat strength times two. The door bursts... the, The door bursts open and you see suddenly an empty general cellar with wet marks everywhere making a spot hidden as you get in oh, 99 oh, oh, oh. 99 failed. Uh, failed by 5 failed by 5 uh, spike you uh impaled <laughs> oh 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 Hot you two. saw it so 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 thomas did you rush in or are you <sighs> cowering in the back
2: i'm in the back uh, but I'm still looking. I mean,
1: how can one turn away from this?
0: Um, you weren't inside the room. It's a large cellar, so you do not um, see this. I
1: from realize. Yes, yeah. turn away in horror from the mouse, which has obviously fled. Yes. Um,
0: normally, uh, not normally, never mind. Um, yeah, so it's very wet, damp, and mildewy much more so it's incredibly suffocating you can hardly breathe inside of this room there's strange plants growing everywhere the vines from the same vines from the from uh, from the wood cellar all over here as well
1: well this is this is choking Just the amount of, of moisture and vegetation in here i i say we make our way around
0: mm. You notice... Make me a spot hidden, guys, if you're in here. Success. 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 So amidst the water damage, you see bales of old magazines and severely rusted tools, old pieces of furniture that looked like they were expensive at one point, all cracked. The bales of magazines crushed in strange, kind of grotesque ways for magazines. But most... Um, interestingly, um, you see the bo- we see bones, bones of all sizes, bones that have been crushed and cracked, scattered around.
3: Adish has significantly creeped out. He grabs the nearest uh, rusty wrench, pipe, something with heft that uh, he could
0: wield. All right, you you managed to find it's very rusty. You you, you it, it seems so brittle. Make it may disintegrate as soon as you hit it with something. It may.
4: This this will work better. I'm gonna hand him the axe. Hmm. Draw my oh. revolver again. You know the axe. Very
0: good. Joe says my axe, my axe. Uh, but uh, there's nothing in the cellar except for incredible dampness.
1: Yes, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna sift through the bones and see uh, if I can identify anything.
0: Make me a biology roll or a zoology roll.
2: Am I still out? Nope. You can come in if you want.
0: Nope. Uh, they are definitely bones, but you don't know of what?
1: Well, oh, someone obviously... I have nothing, actually. This yeah. is uh, this is quite odd.
0: I know
2: earlier I had mentioned that I would retrieve our luggage and my shotgun from the car.
0: You should go out and check it out. I'm going to
2: run out to the car and retrieve my shotgun and some ammunition and come hurriedly back to the cellar. What, for a mouse? It is not a mouse, I tell you. I did not see a mouse.
0: Did a mouse do all of that? Thomas, why are you bringing all your clothes and stuff to to the cellar?
2: I'm just going to grab the shotgun and bring it back to the cellar.
0: Wait, you're going upstairs to get the shotgun?
1: You're going outside to the vehicle to get the shotgun.
0: There's no shotgun in your vehicle?
1: It was with my luggage.
0: You brought a shotgun. Well... (laughs) <laughs>
1: Perhaps we were going to shoot some clay pigeons while we were here.
0: Oh, okay. Um, all right. If you have a shotgun, awesome. You bring back a shotgun.
1: Indeed. Sorry, I wasn't aware so that anybody had
0: any weapons on them.
1: Yes. So, I'm a sports shooter. All right. So, yes, you you're, you're planning on using the shotgun Ooh. on the mouse tell
0: you again. Make me a listen roll, everyone. Failure. Also oh, failure. Nope. Just, uh, Success made it, Actually, In the cellar, you you hear something kind of creaking above. Maybe even squelch. Squ- squelching. Hmm.
1: Well, perhaps we should bring the wood upstairs.
3: And that is awkward, given that when we walked on that same floor, it did not squeak
0: earlier.
1: Is there someone else up there?
0: Maybe it's the acoustics. Joe says, I'm right here.
1: Oh, were you, did you come with anyone else, Joe? No. Are you sure?
0: No. Listen, you're not I'm,
2: sure. You're not sure.
0: But no, no, I, no, I'm saying I didn't. I see. Hey, Joe, <sighs> grab some wood. Let's go. That's right.
1: All right. Grab a grab an armful. All right. Let's, uh, so you
0: guys going to go through the front door or up through well, the cellar?
1: It's suffocatingly damp in the ce- in the cellar proper. Correct. Yeah. So I'm going to retreat through the wood, uh, the wood cellar, the wood cellar, and then go in through the front door where it has okay. breathable air.
0: Um, Joe says I'm going to go up through the through the main cellar door. As you like, Joe. All right. Um, so he does. He trudges up the steps. They put a
3: fantastic shade of red your shirt is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Um, Indeed, it is.
1: It is says, handsomely adorned.
0: He says, "Thanks." I guess. Um, <laughs> he walks up, uh, carrying carrying wood up the cellar d- cellar steps, mm. and uh, you hear the door creaking
4: open.
1: Yes, and I'm um, out front, m- making my way towards the front door. You do? As, As am I.
4: I'm following Joe.
0: And uh, as you're walking up
4: the, the, the steps to the front Joe. door, I'm oh, sorry. I, I am actually following Joe. You're following Joe. Yeah, I'm still not very interested in getting walking through any more soggy grass.
0: All right. Um, so you walk through soggy cellar mud. Um, oh.
4: So he's got to stick stick to your guns sometimes.
0: He's a little bit ahead of you, and uh, as uh, he. He opens up the door, it suddenly shuts behind him. You're still on the steps. You hear a scream, and logs crashing to the floor.
1: Ah! Do we all hear the scream?
0: Oh, you all hear it.
1: Well, was that Joe?
0: It sounded like a kind of a country folk guy I will yelling. Rush.
1: I will Where does Rush into the house? It sounds like it's twang scream.
0: Um, you're carrying wood, so you have to drop it.
1: Well, I'm not carrying that much wood I can I can run awkwardly carrying a carrying an arm load.
0: make me a dex times three roll all
1: right <laughs> I will drop everything left by shotgun
2: and
0: right. go running forward I succeed you you somehow <laughs> managed to juggle <laughs> four logs in your hands and open the door while running Exactly. it's quite a feat uh, Thomas is deeply impressed with you as is A-Dash. Hmm. how about Joe um, Joe Joe, um, well, he's near the kitchen, you think. He mm. cannot see you.
4: I'm going to try and follow Joe up, see if I can get that door open, see what you happens. You cannot.
0: It is stuck shut. Very, very, very stuck.
1: Well, I think he's in the kitchen, so I will make my way in that direction.
0: Yes. Um, so you rush over, and um, the kitchen door is also stuck. The screams have stopped. Either of you can make me a strength roll. Strength. A uh, Strength times three.
4: I failed. I
0: failed as well. Okay. You can't get the door open. Um, it's open. stuck very shut. And the screams have stopped. They turned into a kind of a gurgling, burbling sound for a little bit. And then you hear what sounds like a splut, and nothing well obviously he's playing some sort of trick on us um
3: I wouldn't go as far as to say that I'm ready to be gone from this place
0: make me a listen roll Thomas what? what's that? (laughs) you think you hear the wood cellar door shut on its own not not to hatch the door to the general cellar. a fires up the Model T. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chester
1: shall run out to see what the issue with the Model T is.
0: <laughs> um, he has
1: since dropped the logs in the entryway. Um, oh,
0: Joe...
4: I'm going to try the other door.
0: uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, Brandon. uh, Are you still in the cellar?
4: I am. Um, Yes. Yes, still in the cellar. Trying to get in the kitchen.
0: You make me a spot-hidden roll. No. You just begin to notice um, kind of tentative, what look like pseudopods, crawling underneath of the, creeping out from underneath the door of the cellar.
4: I'm going to get the hell away from that. All right. And try and get back into the wood cellar.
0: You you can open up the door. There's it's moist there though. Give me a give me a strength times 5 roll. Success. Okay. You managed to kind of splut open the door weirdly. Um, and it shuts behind you again. Um, you feel something slimy kind of crawl over your head, though. And I'm in the wood cellar now. Now you're in the wood cellar. Well, it's I'm damp, but there's I'm nothing slimy. I'm going to crouch
4: down. and run across the room for the other door outside.
0: Oh, it, it, it's, it's not that far away. All right. Well, I So, way, you, so you climb up the hatch. Yes. Right? Okay.
4: You climb
1: up the hatch. Well, I'm going to climb into the Model T and ask Dash, what, what are you doing, man?
3: Um, this, uh, this is, um, yes, um, oh, um, yeah, I, I would suggest. (laughs) Finding better
1: accommodations, yes, yes. This is no
3: place to stay, no place to make, no, no, um, I, I I hope that Arthur is well, um, but, uh, my, my investigations may have come to a close.
0: Um, Thomas, make me an idea roll. An 0-5 on a 90. You have a brilliant idea. Um, You put together disparate facts here. The crumpled note you found in the fireplace grate, where it says something is so simple, and you think about the salt everywhere. Salt, Salt. Salt. Maybe salt can do something against whatever this is.
2: It's not that much different than a
0: snail with teeth. Could be. Nail with teeth. If it even has teeth.
2: But where would I find salt? I'll run to the kitchen. Maybe look it in the
0: lava. Maybe it just has mouth. You run to the kitchen, um, and uh, you find the door able to be opened very easily into the kitchen now. Oh, good. Um, now, uh, you look to the pantry, and you see metal canisters, flour, coffee, tea, sugar, pepper, That's it. No salt. No salt.
5: Ah.
2: Do I hear the Model T outside?
0: Model T is rumbling, isn't it, Adesh? <laughs> Maybe we need to come <laughs> back with some salt. Oh, I'm also. I'm running outside. <laughs> oh, also, um, in the um, in the kitchen, you notice the the logs that Joe was carrying on the floor very very wet but no sign of Joe the cellar door is shut running towards the car running towards the car
2: Uh, unless I can come up with another location that would probably have salt in quantity
0: the only place you can think of was the master bedroom had salt but it was all scattered about
2: then I am running to the car, and maybe we get some salt in the town and come back, or something else. Yes,
0: the general store.
2: Yes. Some sundries we'll,
0: Everyone's agreed with going back to the town?
2: I'm oh. not staying here.
0: <laughs> um, What's this about salt?
2: Oh, right. Salt? Yes. The salt might be the key.
3: You know, he... the weakness he spoke of. He emptied the cartridges, Mm -hmm. and I bet he replaced them with salt. Uh, salt pellet cartridges. Weren't
1: they already empty?
0: Yes, you remember remember the cartridges were, in fact, empty. Mm -hmm. If he was going to do that, he had not gotten around to it
4: yet.
1: Well, perhaps they have uh, salt rock
4: cartridges at the general store in town. Or maybe back up in his bedroom for the salt rock shotguns. He's already prepped it. He's got the salt up there.
2: Well, Uh, if you'll remember... The, all of the entrances to that bedroom were sealed with salt, except for the fireplace, and that is where we saw the moisture. That is where we saw the line of moisture.
3: Line of ingress.
0: Yes, he couldn't have sealed the fireplace with salt. Eureka! That seems to be reasonable. Well, let us let us make haste back to town. Do you guys drive to town? You drive to <laughs> town. Um the the town is rather quiet since by the time you get back there it's about eight thirty. Well then let us to the commons house and uh, we will take up residence there that
1: this night and come tomorrow we will return to our investigations
0: with salt. You and go to daylight. The, you go to the boarding house. Um and who is running that but I ask, right. should
2: we discuss this with the sheriff or even Mr. Dodge? It, it would appear Make that me
0: an idea roll. He's
1: gone. The sheriff, mm-hmm. will he believe us that a giant snail is uh, responsible for the disappearance of uh, We don't Arthur have to tell run. him that. We you can just th- say something is unusual.
0: You think talking to the Dodge brothers, maybe they, maybe they have some more idea of what... The state, the mental state of Arthur Kornwright was before um, he disappeared. That could lead some clue Could lead to clues. What is the? Is there light on in their?
1: Uh yeah, the lights on. They're kind of night owls. In their accounting building.
0: Yes. Um, at the boarding house, Hank and Edith Haggerty, the proprietors, say they do have a room ready for you, with food, no alcohol, or c- of course, as they say.
1: Well, of course not. Not in this day and age.
0: Hmm. Um. I slur. <laughs> but they, um, Hank, Hank, and Edith, make plain that once you come in tonight, you're in for the night. You're not going to leave again.
1: Oh, for, for
0: the evening. evening. For the evening.
2: Do you have difficulties with that around here?
0: They just prefer to get a good night's sleep themselves. They don't want their boarding house creaking. Well, I am. Night.
1: I am quite in agreement with that. I would prefer, once I crawl into my own bed, that no one disturbs me in the night.
0: They think that's a great idea. We but do. they said if you want to go see the Dodges, you better go now.
1: Well, then let's race to the Dodges. Yes, let's Let's shout. All
0: right. Um, uh, Walter Dodge uh, answers the door and says, Well, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be at the mansion?
1: We were. Yes, uh, we have further questions regarding Arthur Corn with mental state when well, he last spoke to you.
0: What do you mean his mental state? He was troubled but coherent. Well, did he mention salt? Make me a fast talk roll.
1: Can someone else make him a fast talk roll? The
2: See house that? was in some some yeah, state of
1: disrepair or is, I should say, in
4: some great state of disrepair at this point in time.
0: Not helping your fast talk roll to mention that. By the way.
4: Listen. So, Just tell me. Did he mention salt?
1: His pantry is barren of salt. There are, there are all the other seasonings. Perhaps he placed an order from out of town. Listen, he was unbalanced, we think.
0: It, he asked for a dump truck of salt to be sent over to his house. We, we Was it delivered? De- de- we delayed for as long as possible since it was a re- ludicrous request, but we... Was was he planning We still on have the order in. We could we could, have it sent tomorrow on the morn.
4: Yes. I
1: think that would be a wonderful idea. If a man is willing to pay for a dump truck full of salt, you give him
0: a dump truck full of salt. Very well. We'll deliver the salt tomorrow. First thing. Right. By 7 a.m. Bright and early. Excellent. You're going to go to sleep I'm now. going to bed, you fools. That's what Dodge says. And you all go to sleep. Yes. Indeed. You wake up early. Yes, I ask for an early morning wake up call. 5 a.m. Yes. And um, you drive out in A Dash Trenders Model T out to uh, the Vichel Mansion. Is that alright, A Yes,
4: of
3: course.
0: Okay. Right, right. <laughs> and um, when you arrive there, there's a jump truck full of salt. It's 7 a.m. Ah, What did you roll for? uh,
3: (laughs) I rolled my drive and did not wreck on the way there.
0: (laughs) Great. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being diligent about that. Mm -hmm. It's a dump truck full of salt. Um, The guy who drove the dump truck is standing there seemingly waiting for instructions on where to put it. In fact, he says, you guys ordered this salt? Yes, yes, Mr. Corthwaite
1: ordered that salt. Yes, we are here as executors of his order of salt.
0: All right, well, Dodge Brothers told me to bring it, uh you know, where do you want me to put it? Into the cellar.
1: The, ma- um, the majority,
2: or at least half of it, must go into the cellar. Yes, let me, uh, let me open up then this some wood. Some of it
1: is going to go into the garden. Let me open up this wood cellar for you and just dump it. Feel free to dump whatever you can in there. Into the cellar? Into the cellar. Into the cellar. Are you sure? Yes, yes, and wheelbarrows of it going through... Wow
2: the kitchen into the cellar through that entrance as well. This is Mr. Cornthwaite's instructions. Indeed.
0: All right. Well, all right. Sounds good. Um, Make me an idea roll.
1: Success. Oh, massively tremendously. Tremendously.
0: Very much so. You know that the, the, the door between the wood cellar and the general cellar is pretty strong. The salt might just stay in the wood cellar.
1: All right, awesome. we have an axe with us, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. We st- we still have this wood axe. It is a wooden door. Perhaps we should start, um,
2: start by hand taking it these
3: to Brandon.
2: <laughs> start by taking the salt through the house and pour it down into the cellar through the kitchen cellar door. I'll and take
0: care of that. You know door. that you remember that's also pretty stuck, pretty sh- sh- shut. Oh well,
1: let's let me take a shovel full of salt while Brandon takes the axe down to the uh, to the wood
0: cellar. All right. Give me a strength times five roll. Or an actual if you have it.
4: No axe. Okay. Easy on the strength.
0: Okay. You start hacking away at it. And within minutes, um, the door begins to, um, begins to crumple and, and shatter apart. And you see little pseudopods reaching out.
1: All right. I'm going to throw my shovel full of salt. It recoils. Onto the pseudopods and then run back out and start shouting for the, uh, the salt to be poured in. Once the door
0: looks pretty weak. Okay once Brendan is also out
4: I'm stepping back and away. The, the,
0: the truck backs up and pours down salt mm. and you begin to hear burbling and gurgling and then thrashing about from the cellar. Um, something seems to it's almost like a burning sound and it begins to smell horrible it smells worse than death. Tremendously bad.
1: Well, I think it's time to take some wheelbarrows through the kitchen entry and dump them down yes, into the yes, cellar. Yes, yes, indeed.
2: You, you hear... I believe the mouse is now having a difficult time of it. Uh-huh. Hear
0: the, you hear the wood of the door crack open, the cellar door, mm. and um, the salt easily gets all poured into there. The entire house begins to shake shake and tremble. Um,
2: I'm going to run out of the house. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to join you in
0: Exit uh, uh, stage followed. left uh, And so You hear You hear this, this creature Even begin to make a groaning sound It thrashes about And suddenly You see um, f- uh, the, the plaster molding shake off The front And cracks, gigantic cracks Begin to go up the length of the house To the ceiling Um Flying Debr- the, the house begins to explode, and flying debris gets cast out all around. As you see, large tentacles sh- uh, uh, thrash out of windows and out across the roof, slicing it. Um, make me uh, everyone make me a dodge ball. Model T firing up. I dodge with style. Okay.
1: I. Fail my dodge roll. I fail my dodge roll.
0: Anybody who fails takes 1d8 debris damage as house just comes at you. 1d8.
1: 4. Ouch. Yep. All
0: right.
3: The Model T is fired up. Honking the, house, the
0: horn. The house collapses in a humongous sound, and you see fizz coming out from underneath. Yeah. The creature I'm looks to be dead.
1: I will... Pile the Model T in case it does a last, deathly thrash.
0: And we have to say goodnight. You guys beat it. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for playing. <laughs> yeah. This is DJ Huge Problem for Lullaby for
4: This is DJ Nesmi, and I was playing Chester Wallace. Guys, Stephen Bohannon is Adesh Chirindra. Joseph Pinkerton and Brandon Sullivan.
5: Rego, the master
4: of random, useless
5: trivia.